0: If you've been watching me for a while then you know that I have done a lot of things in my past that I hate, that I wish I could make go away, that I try to make go away by uh, deleting videos or untagging my Instagram things or literally doing whatever I can to pretend like those things didn't happen. Hi everybody! It's Andrew DeVitri, the mistress of pop culture, coming at you Monday morning. Hope everybody had a great weekend. Uh, I'm not gonna really recap what I did over the weekend because I think there is a greater uh, message and sort of lesson that's gonna come from today's episode. Um, and then, uh, yeah, we're gonna talk. We're gonna. I'm just gonna jump right into it. Uh, that, of course, was Shane Dance. Dawson, one of the uh, very, very, very famous YouTubers um, out in the world who's built uh, basically an empire. Uh, very creative. Very talented. Um, but he is in a bit of hot water. Um, I, I was really hesitant about saying, I I thought about starting this episode by saying another YouTuber, another cancellation, but I have said many times before that I am not a proponent of cancel culture. I don't believe in it. I don't believe in celebrating the downfall of somebody and or their career, excuse me, based on the fact that there was a hiccup or a, a mistake there, that is, of course, with exce- with exception, uh, you know, if there is a heinous crime committed, murder, racism, sexual abuse, that's, you know, its own category. And, of course, this is a, a serious instance of racism and uh, inappropriate actions within the realm of a, a underage person, if not directly, of course. But, you know, but anyways, let's... Uh, Let's just hop into the first story of the day. Um, this is from Variety. Uh, Shane Dawson apologizes for doing blackface saying the N-word in past racist YouTube videos. Um, Shane Dawson has owned up to his past racist actions in a 20-minute video posted to his YouTube channel Friday night. This was the video that I just played to you. It's 20 minutes, I'm not gonna play the whole thing. It's on YouTube though, um, and it's called Taking Accountability. Right now, as of Sunday, it's number one on trending. <clears throat> Those are my words, not the article's words. In a video titled Taking Accountability, Dawson apologized for doing blackface and racist videos during his early YouTube career. Quote, Blackface was something that I did a lot on my channel, and there's no excuse for it. There's literally no excuse. I made a video six years ago talking about it, and I gave excuses, and it was wrong. But I didn't do, but it, I'm sorry, but I didn't do the work, Dawson said. I didn't actually look into the history of it, and why it's so wrong, and why people were so upset. Dawson affirmed to his 23 million subscribers that he is now aware of the history surrounding blackface and recognized the harm his videos did. Quote, I'm so sorry to anybody that saw that and also saw that people were lifting me up and saying, you're so funny, Shane, Dawson said. I can't even imagine what it would be like to be black and see this white effing guy doing blackface and the whole internet at a time being like, LOL. Uh, He also apologized for using the N word while in blackface. It's just just like, gets worse and worse here. Um, Quote, I'm sorry that I added to the normalization of blackface or the normalization of saying the n-word dawson said it's not a funny word especially for a white person to say dawson addressed past jokes he made about pedophilia as well saying that he quote would never talk about a child in a way that is inappropriate toward the end of the video dawson stated that he is willing to lose everything in order to be held accountable for his actions quote i'm willing to lose everything dawson said at this point realizing how many people i've hurt or how many people i've inspired to say awful things or do awful to finally just own up to all this and be accountable is worth losing everything to me Okay, we'll we'll dissect that in a moment. In addition, Dawson also apologized to make-up YouTuber James Charles, who's a, you know, I've talked about him many times, he's a huge, 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 very famous YouTuber influencer in the world today. Um, James Charles, after calling him out on Twitter and saying that he, quote, deserved a slice of humble pie the size of the Empire State Building, quote, I'm sorry, James. I'm really sorry. Nobody deserves what happened. Nobody. Dawson said, the whole internet ganging up on somebody, nobody deserves that. And who am I to say that somebody needs to be humbled? Me, who am I to say that? I literally have to put so much into the internet over my 15 years in the YouTube world. Um, this was in response to rumors circulating that Dawson masterminded last year's drama running Charles and fellow beauty guru Tati Westbrook. I have a whole episode on that, which I did in 2019. You know, please check it out. I would re- recap it now, but there's so much more to talk about here. And um, it's out there for you guys. But you don't have to listen to it, but essentially it's there. Or you can go online and read about it. It's all there. Okay. Uh, Dawson denied this claim in the video, and then Jada Pinkett Smith and Jaden Smith both called out Dawson on Twitter after he posted his apology, a past video of Dawson in which he pretended to, this is a bit, this is a trigger warning, you guys, um, a past video of Dawson in which he pretended to masturbate to a poster of Willow Smith resurfaced on Twitter, prompting the tweets from her family members, the first being Jada Pinkett Smith, uh, who is, of course, the matriarch, the mother, the wife of Will Smith. Uh, she has that Facebook show, great show, Red Red Table Talk. Um, and she tweeted, To Shane Dawson, I'm done with the excuses. Jaden, who is uh, the son, the brother of Willow, uh, of course, the son of um, Will Smith and Jada. And this is in all caps, Shane Dawson, I am disgusted by you. You sexualizing an 11-year-old girl who happens to be my sister, followed by a series of explanation points, is the furthest thing from funny and not okay in the slightest bit. This man was also doing blackface on the the regular. As the youth, we needed to support creators who supported us and our morals. This is not okay. Dawson's video comes on the heels of a similar apology from longtime YouTuber Jenna Marbles who ultimately decided to leave the platform after deleting racist videos from her past. Watch the full video below. This is, again, once again, this is from Variety Magazine. Um, Okay, well, there's no excuse. I'm gonna gonna start with that. Um, Look, as I said before, I'm not a propon- proponent of cancel culture, but what I am a proponent of is somebody taking accountability and saying they're willing to lose everything and that it's worth losing everything to regroup, rethink, and rebuild. It's really, really hard to be constructive when you don't know someone, because obviously I don't know Shane. I've seen his videos. I think he has a obvious talent for what he does, otherwise he wouldn't have attained the great success that he has. People say dumb shit. People make horrible mistakes. Um, I've made mistakes. I know all my friends have. Um, but I think we're sort of at a a moment in our time where, as Jada Pinkett said, no more excuses, no more mistakes. How how often can people say I'm sorry? How often can how 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 yeah maybe how, how how frequently? can those words be put out there by these famous people who have done something really wrong with massive platforms and it just be swept under the rug like, oh, this is okay. That's why I think so many people now are losing jobs, agencies, managers, um, opportunities that they had because people are just not going to take it anymore. I, of course, am not in a position to say what or what not should happen to someone, but I think it's about the dialogues, about having a conversation, um, You know, he has a huge following as of right now. He has 22.7 million subscribers. I'm not sure of his Instagram platform. I'm sure it's really big too. Um, I think, understandably so, Jada and the Smith family are very, very upset about this. I I personally have not seen the video. It's not a video I want to actively go out and look at because it's sick. Um, And this is a lesson to maybe the younger generation of YouTubers, you know, really every there's a consequence there are consequences for your actions i have never i understand what blackface is I, I know what it is and i've read a lot about it and i've learned about it i obviously have never done that because i'm a brown kid i'm brown um and it's like if someone were to and i, I think i've said this before my podcast i'm i'm an actor and Oftentimes, it really offends me when, like, lighter-skinned actors, sometimes even Caucasian actors, will get Middle Eastern parts, which is essentially what I am. And this is this is entirely different, but I guess I'm trying to explain, uh, make a metaphor or some type of analogy, that it's so anger, ups, angering and upsetting to me when I see the industry booking white guys as Middle Eastern parts just because of the way their face looks or their name. And it's taking away opportunities. So, again, I just, you know... It sucks. It sucks when, you know, things come to light, but also trying to shroud or hide or delete past videos or comments or, 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 or you know, horrible things you put out into the universe, especially on YouTube, that are racist, uh, sexualizing younger people. It's just it's not okay, and we'll see what happens with that. I'm going to read what E! News posted about this as well, um, just because they might have some details too. Jada Pickett-Smith and son Jaden react to a clip of Shane Dawson quote, sexualizing 11-year-old Willow Smith. This is from E-News once again. Jada Pickett-Smith and son Jaden took to Twitter to call out Shane Dawson after an old clip of the YouTuber resurface where he appears to be touching himself inappropriately to a poster of Willow Smith when she was 11 years old. Um, Jada and... I'm sorry. Jada and Jaden's tweets come come a day sorry, comes a day after a 31-year-old YouTuber shared a new video titled Taking Accountability, which is essentially what I just talked about. Um, on Saturday, June 27th, the mother of two wrote on Twitter to Shane Dawson, I'm done with the excuses, following her mother's tweet. Jane took to Twitter, and this is what I said before, um, quote, Shane Dawson, I'm disgusted by you. You sexualizing an 11-year-old girl who happens to be my sister is the furthest thing from funny and not okay in the slightest." Bit in a follow-up tweet. He added, this man was also doing blackface on the reg. Um... Let's see here. He. I'm just trying to see if he recapped anything else. He said I've done a lot of. This is what uh, Shane said in the video. Um, I've done a lot of things in my past that I hate. That I wish I could make go away. That I tried to make go away by deleting videos or untacking my Instagram. Literally doing whatever I can to pretend those things didn't happen. He said because yes, I apologize for a lot of them. But I'm 31, almost 32. Those apologies suck. I don't know who that person is anymore. Okay, well I'm gonna play devil's advocate. advocate sorry, devil's advocate here, and say. I I am somebody that does believe and put stock in the fact that people can change. Um, I At 30, 32, 33, you're young enough to change. Um, it's it's not necessarily about changing, it's about educating yourself. It's about taking the time to really, really just reevaluate, reassess, rebuild yourself. That is what I think will allow other people to say, oh, wow, this person changed. Become an advocate, Becoming an advocate for m- various communities that you weren't, you know, supporting before. That also is what one should do, I believe, when um, something like this happens. Again, I, I'm not one to e- educate someone. I'm not one to, you know, decide how someone's career should change or, or, or the trajectory should change after something like this happens. But I I am a believer that, you know, if you screw up, you should take the time to really you know, re examine, learn, and just become a better person. Um because we're in a really we're just in a very murky time and uh even I myself with as as big of an ally to the black community and any basic community, LGBTQ plus community that I am a part of, I'm still learning. I still want to learn more. And um I don't know. I just it's hard. It's 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 a really unfortunate situation. I'm sure he feels that pit that one feels when something like this happens. is like that feeling of guilt, you know, that terrible feeling of guilt that when you get caught doing something. And, you know, when you're in your 20s or, or maybe when he was starting out, this is my guess. He put these videos out there. Okay, I just don't understand why somebody would put racist videos out there in the first place. When you know you're a YouTuber and you know you want your ultimate goal, even if you don't have big numbers, if your ultimate goal is to become world-renowned or superstar, mega-superstar, and you're going to, you want to hit that goal, and you want to be beloved by all, how can you even start off earlier in your career by putting these kind of videos out there? That's me playing the other side of devil's advocacy here. So that's what I don't understand, and I understand people can be young and dumb. I mean, I was young and dumb too, but like, I would never put, I just, (laughs) I don't know, and I, I, I can't say that much about, I can only talk about how I, what my beliefs are, what my, um, my, my, my personal value system, how that comes into play, how I was raised versus how, you know, my parents, ta- the values that my parents instilled in me and, and what I think, how that should apply to other people. And it's just, it's a real shame. And I mean, I think it's good that he addressed this and I think it's, it's good that he used his platform to say, I'm done. Um, but I think now, change course use your use your massive following and advocacy for the betterment of every ev every person you know um that's that's what i think on that and it's a real shame and um yeah we'll see um okay so let's move on to our second story of the day uh it's a little bit lighter it's a little bit of reality tea, because I love me some reality television, I love me some Bravo, and I love Vanderbump Rules. Speaking of which, Stassi Schroeder, uh, this isn't the story, but Stassi Schroeder posted her first Instagram since everything happened, since she uh, was let go from the show, uh, announcing that she and her hubby Bo are having a baby girl, and she looked incredible. She got a ton of likes for the photo, and her following's also been going up, which is really interesting, um, because obviously, given the current climate of what's going on, it's a Really interesting to see that people are still so fascinated, so... All right, this is from page six. Sheena Shea, uh, who's been on the show since season one. Remember, uh, Eddie Cibrian, Brandi Glenville, former husband's mistress, Sheena Shea. I love I love Eddie Cibrian. His arc and Betty, Ugly Betty, with America Ferrera when he was dating Hilda, Betty's sister. Ooh, he was fine. Um, okay, Sheena Shea's boyfriend Penn's supportive message after her miscarriage. Um, this is really, really sad. So, Sheena... Uh, Reveals that she had a miscarriage You don't want to make this sort of a two-parter story here um, Sheena Shea has, she, Sorry, excuse me Sheena Shea suffered a heartbreaking loss On Friday's episode of her Shenanigans with Sheena Shea podcast I didn't know she was a podcaster That's exciting The Vanderpump Rule star 35 reveals she recently suffered a miscarriage Quote, so a few weeks ago We found out that I was pregnant She began on the episode And for those of you who have followed my fertility journey I'm freezing my eggs The last year and a half, I did two rounds, one in January and one in July, and I didn't think that I could get pregnant on my own. Shay explained that her doctors told her it would be, quote, close to impossible to get pregnant, so she did not think anything of it, and when she initially missed her period and got sick one morning after drinking, the reality star then saw a tarot card reader who told her that she, quote, has a child today if she wants it. However, Shay thought that the reader was referring to frozen eggs. Still, she decided to take a pregnancy test, and after reading... After her reading and called her boyfriend Brock Davies. She was in San Diego at the time. The test came back positive, so she took four more. "Quote, I'm sorry, not quote." Uh, she finally went to a doctor for a blood test and was told that she was quote two to three weeks pregnant. The couple was getting really excited with Shay, especially getting excited to tell her father on Father's Day. Wow, that would have been that would have been that's very special. "Quote, made him this like surfboard that said he's Dutch, and in Dutch you call grandma and grandpa Opa and Ama." And we got these letters, like, stickers on it, and it said, "'Only the best dads get bumped up to OPAs.'" And we were so excited to give him this for Father's Day, she shared. But she began to worry about her pregnancy after she celebrated Davy's birthday. Quote, "'We got home from dinner, and not to be graphic, but I went to the bathroom and there was blood,' she said. And I know that it's normal to spot in the first trimester, so I'm like, okay, uh, this is more than I would like to see, but, like, I'm okay. I'm okay. Like, it's going to be okay.'" She added, "'The next morning I wake up and I see all over the internet that Stassi's pregnant.'" I'm like, oh my god, like, we're pregnant together.'" Um, I'm like, I wonder how far along she is. Like, she announced so early. She continued, I was like, I swear we were all drinking when we filmed the reunion, but maybe she had a mocktail, like, I don't know. And so I see this and obviously I text her congratulations, but I don't say anything about me because not only did I start bleeding the night before, but I'm worried I'm having a miscarriage, but it was too early. I was only, I think at the time, about five weeks, so I wasn't really telling anyone other than my two best friends, my mom and sister, obviously. Brock. Unfortunately, that weekend in San Diego felt off, and she was bleeding all in. Was bleeding all weekend. Quote. My OB got me in early, and they did an ultrasound, and there was no heartbeat. She explained as she began to choke up, there was just something progressing. There was just nothing progressing. Nothing going on inside. There were just parts that he could see were starting to form, and it just didn't. So obviously. That was just devastating. We were so excited and then just like excited for a few weeks and then it's just like on so quickly. It's it's been a lot to process. That's really that is truly heartbreaking. I can't even imagine what that must feel like. Um she concluded that she is now, quote, waiting to carry I'm sorry, she's waiting to naturally miscarry. I have to go back to my doctor's this week so we can do another ultrasound because now I'm just literally sitting here waiting, feeling normal, but still treating my body as if I'm pregnant, which is a complete mind fuck uh, because I know there's something nothing. Pro- I'm sorry, there's nothing progressing, but there's still something there, and I haven't passed it yet. So I have to go back on Friday and find out exactly what's going on and what the next steps are. Um, I have to say, Sheena, that's I mean, it's, I'm, that's gut wrenching, heartbreaking, and I can't even imagine what that must be like. But this is incredible of you to share this because I'm sure you have a massive following because of your show and, and social media, and whatnot. Um, And I think it's always incredible when people like that can share and be so candid about their journey because I'm sure there are millions of people out there who are struggling. And this is a really good example of using your platform for good and using your fame for good. Um, And then uh, I guess off of that, uh, let's see here, Uh, her boyfriend penned a supportive message and uh, he said, so a few weeks ago, oh, let's see here. Let me see here if here i think he might have posted something on instagram here i'm just pulling it up oh she has my back and i have hers he posted this on instagram um oh my goodness he is just fine well that makes sense because she is a beautiful girl oh my gosh gorgeous 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 couple i always like to see who um if she's following anybody that i know or yeah (coughs) excuse me um my heart is broken for sheena but you know what you you are so lucky to have a guy who supports you gal and uh i am so sorry that this happened um and i i wish for you uh, a beautiful healthy pregnancy or whatever you may choose down the line Um, because everybody deserves to you know be happy and and you know life throws you in crazy directions um and everything's a lesson which then brings us to our final story of the day. <clears throat> somebody who we haven't po- oh, chatted about in quite some time. Actually, somebody who we haven't even seen in the public eye in quite some time. One of, one of the members of the most fam- famous fam... One, one of the most... Okay, one of the members of the most fam... Okay, one... <laughs> one of the members of the most famous families in the world. There we go. They got it out. Tongue twister, tongue twister. Um, has made a... Uh, has made a big, big, big reveal on Instagram, and he's looking very, very great, very happy, very handsome. That is the one and only Mr. Rob Kardashian, everybody. This is from E! News, of course, home of the Kardashians, keeping up with the Kardashians. Rob Kardashian is back, baby. See how we celebrated Khloe Kardashian's birthday. Okay, it's not, it's not the weight loss that makes him look incredible. It's a smile. He's radiating, his skin looks good, and I'm not somebody that judges somebody on their weight. It's all about the face. You can look, you can be as big as you want, or as little as you want, or as medium, or square, boxy, you know, long, lanky, snaky, whatever you want. But as long as you're smiling and as long as you are happy, I'm happy. Like that. That's what radiates. It's it's all about what's inside, and that's true. The older I get. I am truly realizing it's what's inside that counts. Always. Okay. <clears throat> inside in your radiating smile. Rob Kardashian is back and better than ever. The 33-year-old Keeping Up with the Kardashians star took to Instagram on Saturday, June 27th, which was uh, two days ago, um, to wish his big sister, Chloe K, a happy birthday. Sharing a childhood photo of the two, Rob wrote, quote, happy birthday, Chloe Money. Woohoo! I love you, best friend, blue hearts. Tonight we drink as kings, uh, which I guess is an inside joke. Um, but the photos he shared on Instagram on Sunday, June twenty eighth, are what had fans just to the floors. The notoriously private star shared a rare candid photos of himself with his sisters Chloe, Kylie, Kendall, Courtney. He also shared a photo of himself with Scott Disick and Tristan Thompson, and Tristan's friend Savas or Agus Ogiusi. What a great name! In the picture, Rob uh, in the picture of Rob, the birthday girl and sisters Kylie and Kendall, and the father of one. Was all smiles and looked happier than ever. He captioned the photo, Baby, welcome to the party. For Chloe's larger-than-life birthday bash, Rob kept a casual and rocked an all-black cap, sweatsuit, and classic baseball cap. Rob was also smiling from ear to ear in the photo. He showed himself um, of himself and older sister, Courtney K. Sweet 16, woo. He captioned a sweet photo. He really does look really happy. He has such a cute smile. He's so... I love... I really like Rob. That's the end of the article. You know what? That's so great. I understand, you know... I think it's discussed it many times on the show. Like he he didn't sign up for this lifestyle. His sisters just became super super mega famous, and he was obviously uh, part of the show since he was young. I remember um, him and you know Scott fighting in Las Vegas, and him and dating Adrian and living together. Him and Rob getting that huge tattoo, and Chris freaking out. Um, yeah, this is so great to see. He looks really really happy, and that's what's most important uh, because happiness comes from inside. And it's great to see them all celebrating together. Chloe's party looks marvelous as if it wouldn't be the Kardashians do everything simply divine and fantastic. I hope one that is my life goal one day. Well, one day to have a syndicated radio show, wink wink. And also to be invited to a Kardashian um shindig because I am sure they are just out of control fabulous. Um so yeah, huge congratulations to the fam, to Chloe, to Robert for coming back out and looking in the fine. Um and yeah, all right, everybody, that's my episode for this Monday, uh, the 29th of June. You guys are almost at July, which is crazy. Fourth of July is this coming, upcoming Saturday. Not sure of uh, what I'm going to do because pretty much social distancing is still in play and I want to be safe and, you know. Keep my hands clean. So yeah, all right. I am so grateful for everybody listening. Thank you so much. Have a great start to your week. Stay safe. Wash your hands. Um, thank you for so listening as always. My eternal gratitude. Check me out on Castbox, Radio Public, uh, iTunes, Spotify. Basically, anywhere podcasts are streamed. And um, I'll be back uh, with y'all tomorrow. All righty, everybody. Have a very very good Monday. Bye. Peace.